Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Hedia coming to you live uh, from East Lake Village. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, look, I'm hearing myself. Aren't you? The <laughs> yes. echo? How are you tonight, Hedia? I am great. Little bit on the tired side, but fantastic. Yeah. I am thawing out from a, a freezing right. a freezing night at uh, Leandra Blade's home where she hosted a meet and greet with uh, Dr. Bean, who is running for superintendent of Orange County Schools. I'm sorry, but that name constantly reminds me of Pee Wee Herman. Dr. Bean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the name of Pee Wee Herman in his show? Oh, Dr. Bean? I don't know. Was it? Mr. Bean. Oh, Mr. Bean. Yeah, I don't remember him <laughs> being a doctor. <laughs> Sorry, I digressed, folks. Yeah, well, but we met Dr. Bean. He was a he was an awesome dude. He was. But with an amazing story. <laughs> you went, you wished that he would have picked it up a little bit with his speech, but I thought it he was, was fantastic. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> wow. Did you see that? <laughs> no, he was good. <laughs> he was good no he was it's a very inspirational story he was, it was amazing um he, he talked uh, very graciously of what god has done in his life and he, god has done amazing things in his life so yeah for no a doubt. man in a wheelchair with polio um he, he believes the polio is also from god amazingly enough right. that without that happening he wouldn't have been in the United States, he wouldn't have met his wife. He wouldn't have the kids that he had. He wouldn't be running for superintendent. What did he do before that? I, I missed that part. Were they running? He um, was a principal for a couple schools, I believe. And, uh, in uh, this area or other? In Orange County. Okay. Uh, from what I remember. And a superintendent of a district, not a superintendent uh, of, the, of the county. Of the county. Which okay. is of what he's running. Uh, Important post. For now. So, but it was freezing. It was. Oh, my gosh. It was so cold. But it was awesome. And we met uh, also our um, the candidates. The 60 degrees. <laughs> we met our candidates for uh, the Placentia Yorba Linda Unified School District um, uh, School Board. Yes. And I got to introduce to them. So it was awesome. All right. We're reading. Oh, go to resurrectministry.com where you will find all of our other content and an amazing show that you did that apparently got a lot of views right, right off the bat. Yeah. What was the subject? It, you? it was. <laughs> no, the subject was infanticide. Oh. And how Christians need to stand up and, and prevent the killing of unborn fetuses and the, basically the and child sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. And born fetuses. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that show can be found on resurrectministry.com. Yes, absolutely. Look at you. You're so good. We do all this ourselves, too. Right? Yes. You are amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> and right. on to the devotional. <laughs> uh, on to the devotional. All right, here we go. Uh, for May 10th, Smith Wigglesworth devotional is uh, the book we are reading. And it says, the, oh, the title is The Riches of His Glory. The uh, reference is 1 Thessalonians 5.23. I'm getting better at, say, at saying Thessalonians. Right? Yes. That used to be so hard for me. Like when I was a kid, I couldn't say squirrel. I had a tough time saying squirrel when I was a kid. May the God of peace himself. I said squirrel. <laughs> That's a combination of skirt and girl. <laughs> but first Thessalonians 523. May the God of peace. Did I already read this? May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. 
Not just not like a little bit. Not a little bit. Not, not half of you. Completely. The scripture reading is first Thessalonians 5, 8 through 24. Smith says, may the Lord of hosts so surround us with revelation and blessing that our bodies get to the place where they can scarcely contain the joys of the Lord. Oh, awesome. Right. He will bring us to so rich a place that forever we will know we are only the Lord's. What a blessed state of grace to be brought into where we know that the body, the soul, and the spirit are preserved blameless until the coming of the Lord. God is greatly desirous for us to have more of his presence. We have only one purpose in mind, to strengthen you, to build you up in the most holy faith, and to present you for every work so that you should be faultless in him, quickened by the might of the Spirit, so that you might be prepared for everything that God has for you in the future. Our human nature may be brought to a place where it is so superabundantly attended to by God that in the body we, we will know nothing but the Lord of hosts. To this end, I invite you to the banquet that cannot be exhausted, mm. a supply beyond all human thought and abundance beyond all human extravagances. Are you ready to be brought by the power of God into his new plan of righteousness, Edia? think so are you ready to be able to never before uh, to as never before to leave the things of the world behind and press on toward the prize of the high calling Hedia? yes <laughs> are you ready to be so in god's plan that you will feel god's hand upon you Hedia? yes you will know that he has chosen you so that you might be a fruitful at be a First, first fruit. fruit, sorry, a first fruit unto God. What does that mean? It's the first fruit after the harvest. It's like the uh, best. Ah, uh, very good. Oh, the best. Yes. Unto, <coughs> unto God. Are you ready for the Lord to have his choice so that his will and purpose will be yours so that the amen of his character may sweep through your very nature and so that you may know as you have never known before that this is the day of the visitation between you and him. Absolutely. That's awesome. Thought for today. No matter how you come into great faith and believing in God, God says much more abundantly, much more. Man. That is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yes. It reminds me of the Bible study last night because I feel... I'm learning more about what it means to call upon God for his presence to um, that everything we ask or imagine comes from him being present. So I have a tendency to pray, Oh God, give me peace. Oh God, give me strength. God, give me courage. God lift my spirits. And instead, the prayer simply needs to be, oh, more of you, God. Let me walk with you today. Let me see you, experience you, and live you today. And then the rest will take care of itself. Instead of asking for pieces, we need to ask for the entire presence, and the pieces will resolve themselves. I'm, I'm just meditating on that concept from yesterday, and I'm just trying to internalize that better. Yeah, so we have this Bible study that we do on Monday evenings. It's not it's not a couples uh, study, but you call like it a life, life group. group. Yes. 
So first, before I go on to explain a little bit more about that, but what what's the, I didn't know there was a, such a thing or a difference between a Bible study and a life group. What's what's the difference between? So I think of Bible study in a more traditional sense. You're going through the scripture either topically or expository. So <laughs> either chapter by chapter, verse by verse through a book, or you're going topically and studying scripture one after another. Well, we're not exactly doing that. So a life group is more about centering the discussion on scripture, but it's more interactive in terms of what is everybody feeling? What is everybody experiencing? How do we minister to one another? How do we let the, the fruit of the spirit move through us? How do we allow the gifts of the Holy Spirit to move into, into the group? How do we build relationships? That's much more of a life group. It reminds me of... Um where I love your description, book. but um, that I know in the Bible studies, we would have a, a book and then we put up page one and then we'd begin reading. And then what, and then at the end there's questions, right? Like what did much you get more structured? This reminds me of Alcoholics Anonymous, <laughs> but it's more like sin, it it's sins anonymous. Yes. <laughs> where, where I got a little nervous at the end of yesterday to tell oh, you the really? truth. Yeah, I did. Why? Well, because uh, so their premise is we are here to carry one another's burdens, to experience one another's gifts that God has for this family that we're creating and to be reconciled unto God, meaning to uh, to get rid of the hindrances in our path that prevent us from experiencing the fullness of Christ. And that's a little scary to me. Because I did have an emotional breakdown there once. so <laughs> And that happens at those kinds of meetings. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so it, they're really about um, learning to experience God's protection instead of self-protection and getting at the root of why we fall into destructive patterns. Real quick, I just want to say hi to Kate. Hi, G'day, Kate. G'day, Kate. Nice to see you. Awesome. Um and so, yeah, and if anybody's watching, which there are, which the numbers are really odd. It keeps jumping up and then jumping back down. So as you're Don't watching, before you leave, say hi, and then you can leave. Yeah. But say hi first. Don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, last night, I think at other times it's felt this way, but last night for sure felt like I was, giving a, I was given tools, kind of like when you go right. to marriage counseling or even, uh, you know, counseling for yourself as an individual, is that you want, you want to go... The uh, you know, counselor or the, the doctor will say, well, tell me about your week. Mm -hmm. And then how does that make you feel? And then, okay, this, what I, this is, here's what I want to give you to work on until I see you the next time. Yes. And that's kind of how this felt yesterday. There was a, a clear uh, tool, and, I, and I'm not really prepared to go through the whole thing, but it's just we were, giving, we were given this concept that you understand that when something happens to you, you have a choice. Do you go by, uh, do you choose the flesh or do you choose God? Yes. And that's a simplification of what we were taught last night. But it was a very clear illustration on a whiteboard. And it was a, a awesome tool. It clarified how it was possible that I could walk through a church for 25 years thinking I'm a Christian. When in fact, I was choosing flesh and not God the entire yeah, time. It was, it was like, it hit me. Very like, clear. That, that thing that you just told me. And I think I, I would... I think someday we may. I can explain it. I remember it. Yeah. I mean, do we want to do it tonight? Because okay. I'm really hungry. Yes. 
Andy hasn't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> but I think we'll we'll set up for it. I think okay. we'll set up for it, and I and I could make a PowerPoint presentation that we could clearly show, and it'll be so much easier. But uh, so look forward to that. Uh, continue to watch uh, this little bit of a cliffhanger. You're going to watch for the next couple of days, and we will bring that to you. I think it's an amazing tool. It really is really simplified my understanding of why it is possible that somebody could be a Christian for a very long period of time and not walk, be walking with God. That's how I took it. Absolutely. Um, and then each day you can use this tool to make choices. Every second. Every second. Every I second. caught myself doing it three times today. Especially when you have kids. Especially when you have kids. Yes. So awesome. I awesome think anybody stuff. who does not strangle their children deserves <laughs> automatic sainthood. <laughs> Especially the thorny ones. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Hey, look at Charles and Sandy here for you live tonight. Hey there. That's awesome. Nice Thank to see you for you. joining us live. Yes. Um so I think that was a, it's, a, it's a great tool. Back to this devotional uh, really quick as we kind of, we left it really fast there, but it, it is, it is on the same um, yes. Presence plane. Of God. And, and so only thing I want to say uh, in regard to this devotional as it relates to last night is that we, it's kind of like our brains. Uh, we, we utilize so little of what it is that God has given us in relationship to our brain. Good analogy. <laughs> right. Fantastic. Like they say we only use a, par- a small percentage of yeah. our brain. We only use a small part of God's greatness and his abundance. And it says here, super abundantly. that It's beyond. Beyond. And here you're just like every so often, you know, I'm just going to pray to God. And then we, we leave. We leave the super yeah. abundantness that, that God has available. Even the simple sentence, like God is greatly desirous mm. for us to have more of his presence. That's what got me on that yeah. subject. Oh, that's awesome. Of meditating on his presence is that it's not, it, he has only one purpose in mind in his being in his, pre, in your presence, in you having his presence, strengthen you, build you with holy faith, present you for every good work, faultless, quickened by the might of the spirit, prepared for everything God has for you. So, I commonly often pray the armor of God. And this is even so much more than that, because it's not just being dressed with an armor. It's literally um, calling on God's presence to be over and in you and through you. Way beyond just pieces of armor. Because if you imagine pieces of armor as, as pieces, it's much different than being totally immersed in God's presence. Right. And uh, I think it's beyond what we often can fathom. Right. Yeah, with it's our brain. To, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hard to grasp. I wish I could use more of it. Yes. I don't know why. I just want to use this little tiny little speck <laughs> of my brain. Sadie says... Even the patriarchs walked with God, but also went off the path he put them on. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Oh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, to, to be, I mean, to be one of the disciples walking with God, with Jesus, and seeing how powerful. And yet then. And then still denying him, <laughs> like, in 12 hours, even less than. Or questioning. Yeah. Like, can he really do this? You just saw him. Yeah. You just saw the guy was blind and now he can see. 
right? Like I couldn't walk, and now he walks. And, and the curing of leprosy was yeah. a dramatic feat. Yeah, and exercising people of the devil. Out. Out. On a single command. And then two, the two seconds later, you know what? I don't think he can. I don't think he can do this. Human nature. <laughs> wow. And then Sandy says, God makes crooked roads straight before Jesus's ministry, and since then, thank the Lord. Yeah, so good. And I think you were going to say something, and I interrupted, which is, I mean, very unusual that I ever do that. I don't remember. <laughs> if it was important, it'll come back to me. Yes, it will. Let's read the scripture, First uh, Thessalonians. <laughs> you, you want to put up the banner? Yes. See, I was doing so good, and then I, um, then I messed up. All right, there we go. First Thessalonians 5, 8 through 24. But let us who are of the day, it was juxtaposed in the earlier verses about people of the night doing evil in the darkness. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. But God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other, edify one another, just as you are also doing. And we urge you, brethren, recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak and be patient with all. See that no one renders evil to evil, evil for evil to anyone, but also pursues what is good both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. That's repeated again. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, not in a portion, completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Complete. The complete fullness of Christ in us is this, these attributes in and I think Paul, I almost could hear him struggling with how do I um, express the magnitude of what I'm trying to tell them. And the Holy Spirit, of course, these are inspired by the Holy Spirit. But here, and of course, it's not in English that he originally writes in. But how does he express the magnitude of all that Christ can give us, uh, which is tools of language? The um, 16 and 17, where it says rejoice always, pray without ceasing. It um, was an important part, an important part of Jack's message the other day, Pastor Jack Hibbs over at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, where he talked about that, you know, you know, you don't just have, you don't have to like go into a quiet room. Prayer closet. A prayer closet or go hike to someplace on top of a mountain to pray to God. He goes, all day, he goes, all day long. I pray to God every time I'm, I'm, I'm doing something and talking to God. Yes. It's, it's, it doesn't have to start with dear God with my hands, you know, Yeah. that he just sure. says, I just constantly have a conversation with him. 
And that is praying. And that's and inviting I go, his presence. Wow, why has nobody ever told me this before? I always think that I have to stop. It's before dinner, before, you know, we, before we eat, before breakfast or lunch. And it's specific times of the day or locations in the house. Right. But no. Or with a Catholic, it's at church. Sure. Um, but, um, and I know Catholics say you pray other times, but I mean, it seems like that's where you have to, you know, I don't know. It just seems that it, it's more formal. You almost have to be with the father or the, the priest where that's not how it got in right here. It says priest without ceasing. How else can you priest without pray without ceasing? That's pray throughout the day. Absolutely. No matter what it is you're doing. So, so important to remember. So important to know. <laughs> Nobody ever told me this stuff. Um, and I like also test all things, hold fast. What is good? Abstain from every form of evil. Oof, that's abstain. Be sober, abstain. <laughs> but test all things, I think, is so important. We're called to do that even when uh, a pastor speaking. Yes. Um, or you know, somebody that Have we Have our believe. little attendants go up. I had this very uh, strange experience last night. I don't know what had happened to me that I had very, very odd dreams. And it was long. It felt like it lasted all night. And when I managed to pull myself out of it, I, I went to the ladies' room and I was talking to Jesus saying, like, that was horrible. You were nowhere in that dream. Like, sometimes I feel like dreams are not just because they're visionary or whatever, but that my dreams reflect my walk with Christ. But that dream last night did not reflect him at all. And it was so upsetting for me that, I felt separated from him by virtue upsetting of that you allowed yourself in a dream. To no, be no, no, that that came over me. I was just, it was just, it left me with this kind of empty feeling of, of yike. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Okay. Yuckiness. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't know why I shared that. <laughs> Just talking about this pray without ceasing and his continual yes, present present uh, day or night, wake or sleep. You know, it may not seem like it, but I, I think about uh, more than ever in my entire life. I think about God a lot but before I speak and before I even, I know this, you'll find this hard to believe, but even before I put stuff up as comments on Instagram that's or, fantastic. or, or, I love or, that. or Facebook, I, I wonder sometimes and I, and I, and sometimes I, I I know that I say some pretty strong things, but it's because I'm, I'm feeling like God wants me to wake somebody up and it, it creates discussion when I, but I have backed off on some of the oh, worst. So worst many words, of them. Some of the worst. You, you're words. choosing your words better. <laughs> well, that's because I'm, I'm checking in with God first. That's fantastic. And I, I know that. that somebody goes, no, you, probably, no, you probably shouldn't write that. I go, I know God, but, but please. <laughs> I feel so I feel so strong about this issue. And I, I want people to know how strong I feel. But I but it is. I mean, this is true. That's I mean it, it happens a lot now where before I could I could fire it off. Fire it off without it without even a thought. Right? That's now, beautiful. That's such a great sign of walking with God. You know, it's funny. It's um it's something I've taught a, I, I, I've taught a lot of police officers throughout the years. I've said in scenarios and I sit in front of them in front of classrooms and teach them about tactics and making decisions. 
And I said, the most important thing you can do as a police officer is take an, you know, we talk about that a second can mean your life. Right. I said, however, not thinking and taking action will kill you. <laughs> I said, I, go, I think people forget to tell you this because we, right. we get so caught up and you have to make split decision, split second decisions. I said, however, you, you have to take well, whatever it is, a microsecond to think, to look at your background before you shoot your gun. Because you don't, you want to make sure there's not a child behind that person you get ready to shoot. Sure. I mean, these, these things that you take action for, although have to be made quickly, think before you do it. Great but, advice. But, yeah. Same thing with, with your life with God. Oh, you should take more than a second. <laughs> nothing is nothing is life threatening. <laughs> yes. But Unless it, you're in a car and making a split decision whether you're going through the light or something. But right. other than that. But before thinking, you know, and we met a man at church some time ago. We were at an event, actually, over at Influence Church um, in Anaheim. Uh -huh. uh, I forget the name of the event. It was, it was like Take Back America or something like that. One oh, of those right. Things. And remember, we met that. The, Reawaken America. Reawaken America. And we ran into a guy that I used to do Bible study with. Oh, right. And he, he, he's a person that I, and I picture first when I bring this up because he was one of those men who knew every word of the Bible. He could like if you asked him a question. Well, in you know First Thessalonians uh, five six, it says like no matter what, like my my you know uh, I want to do this thing today. Well, in whatever. Yeah. But all of us would be having these discussions. Oh yeah, this one time I got so drunk that I but this other time I did, and he, he would be sitting there thinking, thinking before he spoke. Thinking, not not like us. We just blurted out crap. <laughs> Uh, and every time he spoke, it was smart. It was oh, we'd go. Oh, that is so, so from God. So good, isn't it? Oh, he never spoke without thinking. That's awesome. <laughs> we should all be so lucky oh, to do that all man. the time. I always admired that about him. And it's not just thinking. Like mm. I remember, like our friend Leo was saying last night, is to surrender it all to God she was going through this exercise of surrendering every decision to God. Should I do? And I'll tell you, I had this very interesting experience. So she gives me this whole explanation, how she's trying to walk with God in such a way that she would surrender every single moment of the day to him, because there was all of these tasks and chores and she was having trouble realizing what really um, God wanted everything uh, her to accomplish each day. I have the exact same issue. Every day has a hundred tasks in it. And I have trouble figuring out what does God really want. So I have to write an article today. Always stresses me out every other Tuesday. So much drama. I have to do deep breathing exercises. I pray. I listen to worship music. And yesterday the day got lost and I just, and I just kept talking with the Lord about it. And he's like, and I'm like, Lord, please expand the time. Please send me the words. Please make it work. Please make it work. And today I said, okay, tell me how I need to administer this day. Tell me what to do now. And I was dropping my daughter at school. He says, drop her and come right home and start writing. Don't do anything. And I was like, can I stop for coffee? No. And I literally, what? I literally asked him to stop for coffee five times. <laughs> Like literally, I was like, but I just, I'll go through the drive-thru. No, 
do not stop for coffee. And like a child who keeps bothering their parent for an ice cream cone, I I just couldn't stop insisting. I couldn't, I, I needed, this is when you self-protection comes in. You're like, I, this doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. And later, and so I did exactly as I was told, believe it or not. And I sat down and it literally, because I had an appointment at 11, it poured out of me. Like it just came into focus in those two hours that I sat down to do that. And then later in talking, article, by the way. Oh, thank you. Awesome. in talking with the Lord about it, he was just like, there's a anointing that falls. You surrender this to me and you do as I tell you, and I will give you the words. It, it flows like oil because it comes from him, you know? And it was just, it was really extraordinary. It was really, I mean, I have felt him inspire um, every article, but the the timing, the meticulousness, the a- accuracy of which he instructed me today was beyond anything I'd experienced. And I learned that from Leah last night. Yes. Wow. You know how I know God loves me? No. Does God allow you to stop to say hi to me at my office before you went into your office? Right. Yeah. He didn't let you stop for coffee, but he says, you know, tell Andy that you love him before you yes. before you walk by his office. For sure. I call it my office, but it's our bedroom. My <laughs> office is- <laughs> it sounds more professional. Yes. <laughs> I think you got the better deal too. I think you're I feel, right. I feel like I'm thrown I'm not, into a box back I'm not, here. I'm not giving it up. I know. Don't even ask. Hey, Robin <laughs> Phillips is on. Speaking of center. Hey, Robin. Robin, nice to see you. Glad you're here. And hooked on Jesus says, love the shirt, Falco. Very patriotic. And thank you for your service on the force. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. It was a great job. Best job. Best job in the world. Yes. Um. But I love Robin being results. on. I haven't seen Robin in a long time. Yes. yes. I've not seen Robin in a long time. Um, but the article, it, yeah, it, it was, you know what? It, what's interesting too, it may be one of the more, now I could be wrong because I can't think of every article that you've written. It's one Why of the not? more complex, <laughs> it's one of the more complex yes, articles. It was. And, and now you're telling me that just flowed out of you? It was like oil. I cannot even tell. It is one of the most complex articles yeah. that I've written on it, truth, <laughs> on the the Orwellian Ministry of Truth we have going now, which yeah. really boils my blood. I got to tell you, yeah. but it was. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something else. It was so important. I I really wanted to take very difficult concepts mm. and break them down for people to understand why this is such a problem. Some people may need to read it twice, not because it's not well-written because it is. It's just, it's a there's, lot. there's a lot there. Complex. It is a complex uh, article and some, an article that everyone should read. I'm not saying that just because you're my wife, but <laughs> you were reading it to me and I was going, Oh my gosh, you're so right. Well, I wanted people to see the chain of events too. I wanted them to understand that this is a concerted effort because I've been there. I was part of the brain trust that created our, our counterterrorism programs for the past two decades. So I know what happens when we sit in those rooms and develop talking points geared towards the public. Geared towards the enemy. And the public. Which is being 
called the enemy now? Well, no, no. Oh. So we had to tailor what we were doing, not to fight just the enemy, but we were countering what we thought the American people were coming back with. Oh, that's We right. were yeah. always concerned with the public opinion. Mm. If a bad article came out, and when our program was first started at the FBI, we got a tremendous amount of backlash. So much so um, that the program stood still for a year because of it, because mm. of two news articles. So um, it was in the government, you were constantly stepping over yourself over the use of words and what exactly are we doing? Are we telling them what we're doing and how do we describe what we're doing? And mm. so now when I watch these things come out from the government, I'm trying to one, make sure that I'm not exaggerating because I do not want to be one of those tinfoil hat people exaggerating what's happening but I also want to be able to explain it to people to say, this is what the problem is because this is what they're setting us up for. I was that person setting up Islamic extremists for the exact same thing that they're doing to us. They're just setting the framework up for us to be the new target. And it's, it's frightening folks. It's really, really frightening. Thursday in the Christian post. Yes. The article will be up. Is awesome. One other uh, bit of scripture before we leave is uh, Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended or understand, but one thing I do, I have forgetting those things that are behind and reach forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Even yesterday. Just got to forget things that are past and press on. Yep. That's the walk with Jesus. For the goal of the prize, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And he talks about the upward call. Is that when he, we get taken up? Not just that, but the upward call to increase sanctification mm -hmm. completely, as we read in Thessalonians. Because first we're justified, and then we have what people describe as a lifetime of sanctification, becoming holy, becoming more Christ-like. And so he's like, don't think about the sins in the past and what's happened and all the mistakes and, you know, repent, move on and press forward to that continuing sanctification process all the way until you're called up to meet him. Wow. You know what? Hmm. I love doing these devotionals with you. <laughs> Even hungry? Even hungry. Yeah, I have not. This, I had a couple peanuts uh, today. That's what I, I just like. This been uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Oh, crazy for you. Are just a little wacky. Just, there's not that moment. I thought I was going to go to the gym today. Never made it to the gym. It, 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 yeah, it's so awesome. It's a great day. I mean, we, I mean, you got to, I mean, when we look at last night's message or last night's teaching, and as we go through some of these things, these are where you make those choices. Yes. Like you think, I, I, I packed my gym bag. I got everything in there. Got clean underwear. Got, got a new towel. I hear you, bro. And I pack it all up and I put it in the car and then something happens. I got to stop by the mailbox. I got to look at this thing. I get two, two, what were those things? Uh, 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 the checks, the mail. Yeah, they're not, they were the checks. Money they're orders. Money orders. They're money orders and like, they're like little squares. I'm going, I don't think that I can do that on my app. So I'm thinking I could just go pick up these things and do it really quick on my app. No, I got to go into the bank. I had a feeling you were going to have to do that. That's why I told you to take a picture of them. 
<laughs> so then I then I look after I go to the bank and then but yes in the midst of all of that he sends me the cutest video ever because our kids are all three of our teenagers are in the doghouse <laughs> and so none of them had phones and so he sends me the cutest video of our son and daughter feeding the ducks or playing with chasing ducks teenagers, I don't know what teenagers, te teenagers at the park kids. feeding ducks it was and then sitting together on a picnic on a, bench, on on a, a bench. On a bench. So, chatting, chatting, talking, talking without their face in a phone, which they never do. <laughs> Told them we're going to take those phones away more often. But see, that's again, we could go back to Monday night. Yes. Uh, but I, I get there. I go, what can I do with these kids? I said, how about we go to the park and go on the swings is what I told them. And they go. And then Zara goes, no. <laughs> and Kelly goes, I want to go on the swing. And we get out. And who gets on the swing first? Sorry. Zara. <laughs> Yeah. And she's on the swing. She, she remember she has ODD, obedience <laughs> defiance disorder. So whatever you say, she wants to do the opposite. So you just ignore. Good, you, good job. You just ignored her. That's just yeah. But I did it with like a smile on my face. Yeah. And so like, again, I can say, oh, okay, then forget it. I'm not going to the yeah, park. Nah. <laughs> How do I look? <laughs> <laughs> but it is those these conversations with God. God, what do you want me to do? And, and not be this, you know, like. And then, oh, yeah, whatever. And then we can right. just go sit parked at the curb. Right. Know? Staring at each other. No, it was, I mean, there's so much goodness that at, comes out of. And out look of, at that. It was a priceless moment. Yeah. It had to be cop, uh, captured on video. Like, I love Eddie, it. You are not going to believe what's going on right now. I couldn't believe it. They're chasing ducks. Kelly climbed a tree looking at squirrels. Yeah. It was, it Crazy. Was, uh, <laughs> I know for you Mo, that have normal children, that may not be a big deal, but for yeah. our social media addicts yeah. in this house, that was a big deal. I won't tell you what the other teenager did, but we'll talk about that at another time. But let's 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 keep it up at yeah, the let's bask heavens. in the glory of God right now. <laughs> and then we'll not we'll talk about the devil later. Not that she's the devil, just the devil was working there. But um yeah, it was really, really, really cool. And we went and got ice cream. I mean, they got to do so much. Oh, they went and got ice cream at Baskin Robbins, a whole bunch of stuff. But God is, is, is amazing beautiful. when you take a second, just a hair and say, or longer and listen to what he has to say and allow him to move, move into that direction that he wants you to move it's so much. There's so much glory there. It's awesome. So um, let's talk about this amazing app that. That I'm not yeah, sure anybody's Robin ever. May, maybe Robin hasn't heard. Maybe Robin hasn't heard about it. Why don't you we're, talk about it? We're part of this very cool network of the Christian podcast network known as Edify. If you subscribe, download the app, or even just go to the website, subscribe to our podcast, we'd be so blessed. All the content's free. You'll find some very cool stuff. This is how. This podcast is part of the Edify podcast network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Tray to eat my... I don't think I need a tray. With all the tortillas and the milk. No. Really? No. I'm Mexican. Okay. I know how to work a tortilla. Okay. Come on, bro. Even the broken, flimsy ones from El Polo Loco. <laughs> I know how to use my hands. Come on. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Take care. Good night. I see you, Robin. Take care. Bye.